Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we need these beers. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading The Lightning Thief from the Percy Jackson series by Rick Riordan. Rick Rick It's Rick Rio or Dan. Rick Rick Rio or Dan. Rick 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 Riordan, and I'm starting with a beer. So in this book, which is totally not Harry Potter, except it kind of is, the, the, the big... Potteropolis. Harolombus Potter. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, love pots. <laughs> you can cook a souffle in this. Uh, so the... Uh, <laughs> oh, it has begun. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Percy Jackson finds out that, uh, one, he has... The freaking lamest name ever. <laughs> how, does, how did an American woman on Long Island name her kid Percy? Perseus. Night, and expect him not to get it shit fucking beat out of him every day. But you find out that the Greek gods are real. And gods control all sorts of shit like space and time. And this beer is called Vanilla Bean Space and Time from Treehouse. And it's a Russian imperial stout that's 9.9% alcohol. That's when you don't know how to 69 properly. <laughs> a 99, it's just, it's spooning. You do that after the, after you go Greek, when you have to console somebody. Um, that's, uh, that's delicious. There's a whole story here. I'm not going to read it. I already read this one story for the week. I'm done. It's a great beer. <laughs> Put our time in. So this book came out in 2005. And, uh, and they're still trying to make movies about it. They made two, and then they gave up on that. Yeah, and now they're they're starting it again. It's a wildly successful franchise, and Rick Riordan has decided to make this his thing because he also has a series with Egyptian gods and one with Norse gods. Can't we tell you? Runs out, and he's like, "Uh, uh, Frank and Zarathustra (laughs) Chronicles." (laughs) He goes through every other. The Zoroastrian market is not great, (laughs) (laughs) right? But she's going to find every other. Thing. Moon Wolf and the Apache Goddess. <laughs> like, what other random ones can he think of? All but of he is, he must be unbelievably rich from this bullshit because they made so, they sold so many of them. So, uh, it takes place in Long Island, which is known for its Greeks. And Percy Jackson is a kid who's an asshole. So, Percy Jackson, he's in sixth grade and he has had a lot of trouble in school. He's in, he's in his like, Sixth boarding school, though. Do they send first graders to boarding school? I guess so. You do if you're uh, rich enough and you don't want to raise your child. (laughs) So anyway, he's away at boarding school. He's at a school for troubled children because he has, like, all the things you're special ed for. You know, like, he has ADHD and dyslexia and... He gets in fights a lot. He's overall, and he's kind of overall just a troubled kid. And he's at this camp for, not camp. I forget, the, can't think of the word right now. Uh, he's at this school for troubled kids uh, uh, for in upstate New York. And he's got this teacher, the first scene, he's got this teacher, where he, his, his Greek teacher. Professor, his, it's his Latin teacher, which makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I had a lot yeah, of questions about Because they're just that. talking about Greek stuff all the time, but. It's his Latin. Latin. It's Latin, Yeah. <laughs> And, and he takes Latin, but he has to learn all the Greek gods. Like, and, no, this is called classics. <laughs> That's what that class was called. But it's Professor yeah. X. It's a guy in a wheelchair who's very wise, and he studied the classics. But he's Mr. Mr. Bummer or something. That was his name. Per- Burnell? Purnell? Brunner? Brunner? Not Runner. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> no. I forget what. It doesn't matter. He's, he, doesn't you'll find matter. out his real name later. It's Gus. <laughs> <laughs> so, could be there are... So he, he uh, the the teacher is kind of giving Percy a hard time, or be like, "I expect you to know all this stuff about all these Greek myths." He says, "This is the most important shit in the world," which every teacher tries to do that to kids. But come on now, like no one, no one ever fell for that. Like, oh, oh, right, De- obviously, deponent verbs, <laughs> most dividing thing. fractions is the most important thing you have to learn. So uh, they go on this field trip. Never to, eat soggy waffles. Why must I know it? Uh, <laughs> they go to somewhere in the city, right? They go to the museum. Yeah, so they go. To, they go to the Met. There's some girl that's like really annoying. Yeah, Boba name, Fett. You remember her name? Her name yeah. is Nan- Boba Fett. Nancy Bobo Fit is 
a ridiculous name. <laughs> it's Boba Fett. <laughs> no, she's going to grow up to be a bounty hunter. Watch out. Her dad founded Tybo. <laughs> that, uh, oh, what was Billy his Blanks? Name? Yes. <laughs> American so, hero Billy Blanks, yeah. So they're at a they're at the Met True or the, like, Olympian. in New York City. And Percy Jackson, he's actually a New York City native. So like for him, he's like, hey, I'm basically back home. And he's been to the Met many times. They're they're outside around a fountain. And for some reason, the girl named Boba Fett just like <laughs> falls in the water. It was a Sarlacc pit. Yeah. She's like she's like starting shit with him, and then she gets Put into the water somehow, and everybody's like, "Oh man, Percy pushed her, but he didn't. Something he says like something grabbed her, like the water grabbed her." And you're like, "I wonder if that's water powers." No, yeah, you only have to see about 19 more scenes of that before someone realizes what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, that's weird." And he questions his friend Grover, the kid who can't walk and has a beard. <laughs> <laughs> It's and like, Grover, what school is and, this? And, and, and the teacher is immediately <laughs> like, kids. Percy, you threw her in the water. He's like, no, I didn't. And Grover turns around and says, oh, no, it was me. Don't worry about that. And, and Percy's like, wait, what? No, you didn't do it either. Why, do you, why are you covering for me? That's a little weird. But then... Please, my name is Grover. You're my only friend. I need this. <laughs> I'll do anything. <laughs> and he also has this one other teacher named Mrs. Dodd. Who he doesn't like very much, but she's also on this field trip. And she always wears leather jackets. <laughs> and she's from the South because she's like, oh, honey, bless your yes. heart, or whatever the fuck she keeps saying to him. She's and I forget bitch. what happens. Where uh, he, she turns like, into a bat. She turns into a monster. But and I forget then, what precipitated her turning into a monster. Oh, because she takes him inside out of the prying eyes of people, because this, we will learn later, was the evidence she needed to know, ah, he is a demigod. And not just a malingerer sixth grader. So she's like, all right, go back into the gift shop of the museum so I can discipline you. And then she turns into a harpy. And thankfully, this part of the, of the museum is handicap accessible because wheelchair guy shows up. And he says my favorite line in the book, which I didn't know. Actually, not my favorite line, but it's one of the better ones. He just, um, you know, this lady... Gets all crazy. She melts into a leathery jacket creature thing or whatever. And Mr. Brunner, that was his name, he shouts out, What ho, Percy? He's like, man, we didn't even know about her like that. (laughs) But this guy, he lays it all out. (laughs) Well, the sense of the drama that goes on in the staff lounge at this school. (laughs) He has seen things. It's like, that bitch. I've seen her OnlyFans, and it's... Not even, not even good. <laughs> no penetration. So then he gives per- Percy because he's helpful a ballpoint pen. <laughs> he like throws him a ballpoint pen. Here, take this. And then immediately, when he like grabs the ballpoint pen out of the air, it turns into a sword, which he immediately like kills the woman with. And then poof, she like disappears into like a cl- cloud of smoke. And he's like, "Wait, what, what? the fuck just happened?" <laughs> And then he like blacks out and then wakes up again. And then there's a different teacher there, one he's never met. And everyone else is like, who's Mrs. Dodd? What are you talking about? And everyone, it's like, it, it's like um, Men in Black. It's like they've had the little like, psh, like, well, the, like the neuralizer. Yeah, neuralizer thing. And he's like, that's weird. And everyone's gaslighting him that this teacher never existed. Well, because most... I guess Gus lighting because it's Greek. They're absolutely Gus lighting him. And he's like, what? Are you going to do the voice? You're going to do the voice, aren't you? You're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know who is Mrs. Dobbs. <laughs> you know, oh, Pythagoras, plenty. he invent algebra. He make it. <laughs> he also make triangles. And triangles are best shape because you can make uh, baklava <laughs> in a triangle. Right? You love it. Come on. Come on. Okay. Now we go on. <laughs> what is pita but many triangles? <laughs> Nate's just mad. So, uh, Tommy made him throw up from this voice. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow he goes back get, to his mom's apartment. They get, back on, the, I, they, they get back on the bus. 
and then along they stop along the roadside as you do with a bus full of children and there's three old ladies there and one of them cuts some string with a with a scissors and you're like I understand this reference and he's like I don't know what's but going doesn't on he like a child. Go, it's it's a while he goes back and like finishes the term and something else happens and he gets expelled and now he's going back like to the city like he gets expelled again from yeah. he murdered place. he murdered a teacher so is that what he well no he does something else it doesn't matter at all but he's trying he's trying to to fix things and he says one of my other favorite lines in the book cuz he has to take his final and and he says, "There's no way I was going to remember the difference between Chiron, or I don't know, and Karen, Charon. I don't know if I fucking say any of these words. Sharona, or Sharona, my Sharona, or your Sharona, <laughs> or Polydictes, or Polydeuces. If you have Polydeuces, that's called <laughs> diarrhea. Everyone knows what the fuck that is. That's when you have more than one butthole. Polydeuces is when you are taking a shit, and in the middle of it, you realize like." You, it's a f- shows your different decisions from the day before. <laughs> so all of a sudden, like the character of it changes, and you're like, "Oh, this is a polydeuce. This is <laughs> it's a different one." You go, like, "Oh, this is the point in the night when I did bad things." Up, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the tots, the Taco Bell. <laughs> and then old ladies cut string in him, and the, and uh, Grover's like, "Oh, they did not. They did not. He didn't see it, right? I'm a boy still. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and then he they. He loses him at Greyhound Bus Terminal or wherever the fuck it is in the city that he loses Yeah, they're, they're, they're going home for like the summer because it's boarding school. And he ends up back at home and says, like, oh, you know, his, he's lived with his mom, who's a nice lady. But, you know, his dad was just uh, some guy she met. And he's like, he, he said, she said, he died, you know, before, she before you were he's, born. He's not dead. He's gone. He left before you were born. And now she lives with Smelly Gabe. Who is just trash? He's a trash man, um, and uh, per- Percy hates him, and he hates Percy, and also he's very smelly, and he's constantly day drinking and gambling, even though he allegedly runs a like a PC Richard. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm the third best salesman in this region, <laughs> but he also so, yeah. is obsessed with eating seven layer dip. That's how he the just loves dip. That's why he's, he's smelly. The dude is. I like just to believe that he's basically Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I could see that with a little bit of um, Frank Reynolds in there. Yeah, this guy definitely, definitely. has a toe knife. You know, he's <laughs> <laughs> but his mom is like, you know, let's get away for the weekend. Uh, let's take the car out to Montauk because we love Long Island. That's where she met his dad, and they like to go out to the beach. You know. Think of good thoughts not being married to Smelly Gabe. So they uh, they drive out there, but then, you know, there's a there's an accident. Something happens to their... What the fuck happens to their car? Why do they crash? I can't even remember. Well, they pick up Grover somehow. I forget how. He's got to be there. And then they're like, oh, something spooky's happening. And um, Mon's lightning strikes the car. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. God, lightning. Mom, you drive so badly. and then they get out of the car and then there's a minotaur like oh my god what the fuck part of long island is (laughs) (laughs) i told you you missed the exit mom this is is what they have in ronkonkoma (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) so yeah she's like you got to run away from the minotaur as you often have to do in long right before the you know right before you get to the mall you got to get through the minotaur He's by the, uh, he guards the outlets. <laughs> <laughs> the Tanger Minotaur, yes. Yeah, the t- <laughs> you have to earn these low prices. <laughs> I will be dealing out justice in bulk. <laughs> so they, uh, she's like, we have to run over there to that farmhouse. They'll help us there. And he's like, that's a stupid plan. He's like, shut up, kid. Magic. And so they're running, but she gets caught, and she explodes into light. As well, they, moms do, they find he, you know they, he kind of puts together. I have to get to the special sleepaway camp, and then the monster goes away. But you know he doesn't listen because he's an asshole. He's a headstrong child, like every one of these other young adult series characters are. And she's like, "Go run!" And then the Minotaur chokes her into uh, just a pile of atoms. And then I f- he gets us. Does he? Does he use the sword? He uses the sword. 
and, and he, he fights the, the Minotaur. Pen, the pen oh, sword. He no, he does. He does a fucking. The pen is he mightier does a, than the sword. That's so shit. That's the <laughs> hidden meaning of the. Book. <laughs> <laughs> he does a bullfighter thing. He's like, "Come, Toro," and he's like, "No, Toros," and then it comes at him, and he dodges it. And he kills oh, yeah, it. He jumps, on, he, he jumps on its head. Oh, he does like a matrix And move. chokes it out. And then it gets... He's, something, someone stabs it with something. And it dies. And he keeps the horn that ripped off. And it's like, wow, he's pretty good at this for a 12-year-old who lost a fight to a fountain earlier. <laughs> and whose mom just died. <laughs> whose mom just exploded. He's got a crazy notice, adrenaline. I did notice that he's... I mean, he says he's sad about his mom dying, but he doesn't, like, seem sad about his mom dying. Well, I think because right away, he they're like, oh, by the way, also the Greek gods are real. And he's like, oh, my God, this fucking changes my whole worldview. And he goes, wait, so that means the underworld is real and she's there somehow. So she's not really dead. Because you know. he he was an extensive classics major in 12th grade and he doesn't, uh, 12th year old, and he does know about the underworld. He's like, I could go get her, like Orpheus, you know, shit like that. I'll play a liar or some bullshit, and then I'll just get to see my mom again. But yeah, so they uh, end up in the magic place, and he wakes up, like, after fighting the Minotaur, and Grover carries him or something. And they're in the camp. He wakes up in camp. He's like, ah, oh, where am I? He's like, you're in Long Island. He's like, oh, God, just kill me. Um <laughs> <laughs> Is it, is, at least tell me it's Nassau. No, it's deep Suffolk. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> North Shore? So it's, oh, it's middle. Oh, God. <laughs> and so this is where he learns that this camp is full of uh, children who are the, the offspring of the gods. For when the gods come down and bang humans... Because they are Greek and they will they will fuck anything, um, and he they have all these kids and you know they're all like half gods so they're good at some stuff and you know they're just hanging out at summer camp every year. There should have been at least one or two kids that was like, oh yeah, that's you know I'm half Zeus's son and half you know Goose because <laughs> there, <laughs> there are a bunch of stories of that where like Goose like. Where Zeus turned himself into a goose to rape a woman and shit like that. Like, there should be some some other, some Dr. Moreau shit happening on this island. Also, I can't believe that uh, Dionysus, who is a character, he runs the camp as punishment, uh, doesn't have more kids because he's always hammered. Well, I mean, he has whiskey deck. <laughs> he, can't, he can't perform. He's, he's a god. He could get it working. So, they, so yeah, they made Dionysus. So, he, they. Uh, Rick... Rye Ortan made uh, Dionysus the head of the camp, and he's just kind of like a doofus. But like, really, Dionysus was the god of wine and dancing and Revelry. having big parties and stuff like that. And this camp really doesn't sound like a big party. Also, he is—he's uh, on the wagon. He's not allowed to drink. He did something bad, and the gods made him run the camp as punishment. You know what? Running a camp for middle schoolers is a pretty good punishment. It's worse than hell. It's like, just, just send me to Hades. Like, no, you have to deal with all of our bastard offspring that we will, like, maybe acknowledge. A lot of them sit around waiting to be acknowledged by their parents, much like many single-parent families. Yeah, your um, punishment is to deal with a bunch of cunty girls from Jericho. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, also, at the camp, which I had a question about, since Dionysus is the god of wine, he lets he's good at... Growing grapes, but they the can't grow strawberries, which they sell for funding. Why does the child camp from the gods need funding? The, the god, the gods, it, the, these things make less sense the more you think about them. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, this is the part that makes the most sense so far is that uh, Olympus is real, but it moves to wherever the heart of Western civilization. Oh yeah, is, because he which perks up the boners of a lot of white supremacists. Um, but he also copied this whole fucking thing from American Gods. <laughs> this is basically American Gods plus Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah. Diarrhea of a Wimpy Kid. Diarrheopolis. Yeah. 
But he's at camp, right? And these are the these are uh, the children of gods, <laughs> including the god Zeus, who definitely has some kids, though not at this camp for reasons. Uh, we'll, we'll he has shortly. one. But he's what a do tree. you know, you make you make friends at camp, which is good because Percy doesn't have any friends, um, besides Grover. Uh, but some of these camp friends are absolutely going to have to be Thunder Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Is that a thing? Thunder Buddies. It's from that movie Ted. Oh, okay. Where they're scared of thunder, the Thunder Buddies. This is from Beer Tree Brew, and it's a blackberry, apricot, cinnamon, and vanilla fruited sour. Six got, and a half percent. You got almost every fruit but strawberries in there. Okay. That is a... Honestly, kind of a cacophony of flavor going on. Um, Greek word. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, it's 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 pretty good. It is an odd combination. I don't know. I feel like there's maybe too many. Maybe like one of one of the fruits would be good. Two of these fruits is maybe much. You that also, sentence sounds beer, like something so. a small town sheriff says. <laughs> <laughs> two fruits is two too fruits many. is too much. They're making more of them. <laughs> I didn't mind when the jam shop opened, but now there's two fruits here. Who needs that Pickle many candles? Um, okay, so... <laughs> Who needs that many antiques? That's ridiculous. Come on now. So they're like... Percy is now at camp, and he's like... They don't know who his daddy is, so they have to put well, him Well, in. we have to first go through like the, uh, the obligatory rapid... They have to go through the rapid world building of explaining the camp that he only spends three chapters in and then you leave the camp, but they need to spill all this, you know, three massive uh, uh, explanation dumps or exposition dumps of just like tons of this backstory where you find out that first all the gods, that World War II was actually the gods having a war with each other, Zeus versus Poseidon versus Hades. Yeah. It was like there probably others too. Like that was World War II. That was, was their fault. It was like their offspring. Like Hitler was Hades' son, and I don't know, Churchill was someone else's son. Well, so like H- Hitler was from who Poseidon sired a, a child with a young Fraulein, and Mussolini is when he put his dick in a chicken parm hero once. So. <laughs> <laughs> a meatball sub. <laughs> Yeah, that's where. How do you think they got submarines? <laughs> <laughs> but then they had some sort of like truce after in 1945 to. Yeah, it was like called the Cold the War. war. <laughs> yeah, but yet they all promised they would never have any more children with mortals. That is, they would never have any more, n- no more of these demigod offspring to fight more wars. But yet, Poseidon. Couldn't keep it in his pants, in his watery pants. But here's the thing that doesn't make any sense. For for a group of people for whom butt sex is also named, you'd think they couldn't figure out not to come in a puss. Like, it's called going Greek for a reason, and none of the <laughs> Greek gods understood that. They're like, fuck it, just, I, I need that. I need the front butt. <laughs> I, can't, I can't not fuck those mortal women. And... uh but also, at the beach, Zeus Zeus had a had a, a a dalliance with a, a girl with a, a lady and had a daughter that uh, was killed by monsters because the monsters are always hunting these uh, half blood children for undetermined reasons. Yeah, because um, because Hades just does his own thing and the monsters all come from there. We're supposed to think yeah, he's I, the bad guy. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but yes. Um, so according to. They, they don't know it's Poseidon yet, but we as the reader, of course, know it's Poseidon because of all the water shit that happens. Yeah. So you think, oh, maybe Poseidon, mom met that guy at the beach. So what's more likely in this, these scenarios? Mom met a guy on the beach at Montauk who said he was a semen king. <laughs> and then he left. And she, she it's missed- either, either he was just Gus from Montauk or he was a god that went back into the ocean. She misheard when a bunch of the bros that she was hooking up with was like, hey, it's Brosidon, Lord of the Brosians. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, that's it's Poseidon. Like, no, 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 almost. Also, when they, sh- when, not the show, but like he is in front of Poseidon later in the book, 
and he's just a guy wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt and sandals. It's like, yeah, okay. It's very American Gonzish. Have you seen that meme of the guy? It's like a, a very Greek looking guy showing his before and after picture of getting his, a nose job. And before he has like a long kind of droopy looking nose and then he has a perfectly straight, you know, Hollywood nose. And the the mean comment is like he went from looking like a Greek god to looking like a guy who listens to podcasts. (laughs) 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 And uh, that's who she hooked up with. (laughs) Yeah. And apparently he actually was a a god of the ocean and not just some skeezy beach bum. (laughs) That's how he got her to squirt. Yes. He's lord of water. I did that. That was me. My moves. (laughs) So they're at this camp, and we're learning like what it's like for these other kids because all the Greek god children have dyslexia. <laughs> because, um, because, and I haven't looked this up, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure dyslexia exists in Greece. I'm pretty sure there are dyslexic Greek people. It's yeah. not just the Latin alphabet. Well, no, because makes... it's it's ancient Greek that they can read naturally. Oh, it's Regular a linear Greek B. <laughs> <laughs> It's like really the difference between uh, American and Canadian English. You know, it's like it looks the same, but it's different. I can't make out these words. Yeah, when we when they're <laughs> when you're hearing about like what it's like to be a demigod with all these other kids, he's like, oh yeah, you probably have like the you probably have the ADHD and the dyslexia. Well, ADHD just makes you better in battle, and you, you they think you have Said dyslexia. No one who's been in a battle. <laughs> Yeah, but they think yeah. you have dyslexia. But that's actually that's because your 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 brain is trying to read Greek, and it just doesn't work the same way. And that's why you have trouble reading. Like, oh, okay. That's why I like pie so much. But <laughs> this is where there's like some autobiographical influence here, because Rick, one of Rick Riordan's sons, is dyslexic and/or has ADHD, and he wanted to make a book where the main character had that. But so he I made don't a book. To, oh, he made a book where it says, like, "I'm not your dad." Exactly. <laughs> He's like, "Imagine a world. It's not so bad. You're a hero, and you have a better dad. <laughs> you have a special dad. <laughs> Very Maybe it's a stepson. <laughs> that's, your, that's a pretty ridiculous uh, thing to See, not realize. This is for you. <laughs> this main character is you. Oh, but I'm not your dad. You know, <laughs> you're adopted. No. Uh, so anyway, one other thing he finds out about the camp. So he finds out about the war that's going on. So somebody has stolen Zeus's lightning rod or something like that. Lightning thing. His lightning it's, bolt. It's, it, it, yeah, like, except, the good one. It's yeah, the, there's it's only the original. one. And, and it's a physical thing you can steal. It's like it's the thing not they just use to inherent... print money. It's like the plates that they use yeah, to make yeah, bills. Pretty much. But it's like a physical thing that can be stolen and not just an inherent property of the universe, just like electri- electricity. Oh, Greeks didn't figure that one out. Uh, <laughs> so if that's been stolen, but Zeus th- thinks that Hades stole it because he thinks that Hades is trying to uh, that Hades is trying to start a war. So, so, but yet somehow at this camp, they've been waiting for the right hero, the prophecy of the right hero to come and do a thing. But yes, they, but also, uh, the kid, Percy also has to visit the Oracle who's like a janitor or something like that. And it's, it's gives a mummy. Him any, it's a, and, it's a fucking mummy in an attic. And who also gives him a prophecy about what he's going to do. So, which is very Greek, which is also where my beer comes in. This is beer is called Prophecy of Three by Alewife. Oh, it does. And there are at least three prophecies in this book. Probably a lot more than that. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it is a cold IPA. That's what it says. Was it in your fridge? Cold (laughs) IPA. It was in my fridge, Yeah. (laughs) In fact, I waited so long to open it. It's actually slightly warmer now. <laughs> Taste is life. Okay, great. Anyway, it's fine. And it's from Queens, which is technically on Long Island. That's true. Yes, it does. There are a lot of Greek people in some parts of Queens. <laughs> I live amongst them. Maybe, mainly Astoria and Whitestone. 
I, I live amongst the Greeks here. So my yeah, they call you the day walker. <laughs> <laughs> they're always out during the day, but they're much tanner, That's much hairier shoulders. Um, <laughs> but I think it, Zeus thinks that Poseidon stole the light. Okay, ball. one of those. Yeah, because the, there's the, the big three Chi- gods. Chiron, whatever his fucking name is, the goat teacher, who turns out to be a centaur. Professor X. Oh, he, yeah, he's the guy who was in the wheelchair. Actually, his wheelchair just concealed his horse legs. Yeah, his name... I forget what his... How do you say his name? Nate, you totally did the audiobook. What's his name? Chiron. It's, it's Chiron. I wasn't just sure. Like the thing on the news. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, that or it was Ariel Sharon. Uh, I don't know what his fucking dumb name was supposed to be, but... <laughs> so they, they eventually meet later the other god, and, and there's even a joke about... How is it pronounced? Sharon? Yeah, they they hate being confused with each other. Also, he's the guy who takes you across the river. It is funny to imagine this guy being the teacher as a centaur, and he's like writing on the board and like the second declension nouns, and then he's just shitting out of his horse ass, just like <laughs> <laughs> the second declension. Well, like you know, like horses aren't even phased by taking shits; it just comes pouring out of them. Well, <laughs> children, we're. Going- Going to the gymnasium now, Greek word. And he's just shitting out of it. <laughs> well, technically Latin word from the Greek. What's but. behind you? What's behind your wheelchair? <laughs> that The wheelchair was just to hold his shits. <laughs> or no, I'm picturing like there's just a hole in the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I think it's like a tour bus. Like every once in a while he has to empty out that wheelchair. <laughs> anyway, this guy... He he's the one who's like, hey, think about it though. Doesn't it make sense that Hades would be the one who would benefit from death and destruction and all this stuff, which was the plot from fucking American Gods? And and then uh Percy is like, I don't know anything. I mean, I still think you need to speak Latin to talk to the Greek gods. So what the fuck would I know? <laughs> In fact, his name is Perseus as opposed to whatever the Greek version was, was like Persopolis or you know Persopodes. Persopodes nuts? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so he has been he has been given a quest, which is what all these little half half blood kids want, so they can prove themselves to daddy, or an occasionally a mommy, like the other kid in camp who uh, is is going to be his quest buddy, who Grover, and amazingly isn't named Hermione. Yeah, yeah, no, right. it's it's the most Greek of names, Annabeth. Hermes uh, only. <laughs> and and she is a child of Athena or some shit. Yeah. Athena, and, yeah. And so he's got to go on a quest to get the lightning bolt back. Otherwise, there's going to be a god war. And that's never a good thing. And they're like, where is the entrance to hell? And you're like, it's in LA, of course. And you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I thought he was going to say, I thought he should have said Las Vegas. <laughs> I was going to say New Jersey. <laughs> no, that's that's just a sad place. That's Tartarus or Those are the dead zones. <laughs> no gods walk there. I mean, I guess Las Vegas would make more sense if it was like a Jesus book and it's like a land of sin, but like it's just a land of like fake bullshit. Yeah, but in in Greek stuff, the underworld is not necessarily like where only bad people go. It's where everyone goes when you die. And there's, you know, it's just terrible. A lot of the older like Mediterranean LA. religions, just the afterlife was just shitty. Like you didn't have anything to look forward to. That's why Christianity took off so much. They do have that place when they get there where it's like, oh, we'll get to that because they have to go. They have to go on a whole quest. We left off a character. We left off a couple of character. I feel like we're supposed to introduce here, who is a uh, Luke. Oh, Luke. Luke, the hunky guy who is the son Camp of counselor. Yeah, but he still lives in the bunk so he could finger bang girls. And yeah. uh, his he uh, is in the, Greece the age of consent is twelve. So. <laughs> he is a uh, fucking who the fuck is his parent? Ares, Hermes, Hermes. Oh, yeah, because he's in the thief bunk, right? The sneaky. Because he always finishes really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and he is a cool and older guy and he like lets the kids smoke a little pot with him or something and he then <laughs> gives do you know what a hand job is yeah because <laughs> you know it's, it's what everybody does in college uh but he is uh he gives his flying sandals to percy he's like oh gee thanks i always They're wanted air them. force ones <laughs> 
But Zeus controls they were the air. I mean, come on. <laughs> air Jordans, yeah. Jordan Series 1 or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> the very first ones. They were the very first shoe. But the prophecy should be, we should say, because it's, you know, like all the other Greek prophecies from the Oracle, they only really make sense after the fact. It's like, holy fuck, if you people just spoke clearly. Um, but it's like, you will bring back the lightning bolt and you will... Uh, but you will fail. You will fail to your, protect what's important, or something like that. And you, is it, someone who's a here. friend is, is going to be an asshole. You will. You will go west and face the god who has turned. You will find what is stolen. Uh, you shall be betrayed by a friend, and you will fail to save what matters most in the end. Wait. So wait. A friend who betrays you. Could you say that they are? I really got to finish these. Double too hearted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. I don't know how many hearts a god has. They have what is yes. that like? What's that fucking? They don't have blood. Icor or something like that. They do have Icor, yeah. This is Bell's double too hearted ale, and I've had a bunch of these. I don't remember them because I always fucking have a hangover from drinking this. Cheers. I'm really suffering for your art. <laughs> this is what I do for you, especially the patrons. Latin word. And <laughs> if you want to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash drunk guys book club to support the podcast where you can get early access to episodes, our growing archive of episodes, which is up to it's a it's a titanic amount of episodes. It's a myriad. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You'll have to Persephone these nut no, I can't think of a pun there. Sorry. Uh think of a gyros. Gyros, yeah. <laughs> There's a baklavat of episodes. <laughs> Baklavat of them. Uh, you can get ex- exclusive content. Join us for our live ones, which uh, this isn't coming out for a while, is it? One uh, just passed. Weeks. You fucking missed it. <laughs> but there's one coming up soon, a live one. You could join us. We also probably do, you know, we have a Q&A episode coming up, I think. I don't Maybe. know. Eventually, yes. Yeah. So go there if you want to support the podcast with your drachma, or you could help the podcast out by just leaving us a positive review somewhere or telling someone to listen to it. Like maybe next time you're on the Long Island Railroad going to a Greek demigod camp. Next time you're completely hammered at 4 p.m. <laughs> like, on the Long Island hey, Railroad. Hey, fucking Beth Page, fucking check <laughs> this podcast. It's very good. Uh, <laughs> we'd appreciate all of those things. Especially you drunkenly yelling on the six uh, Saturday 4 p.m. train. <laughs> yeah. Word of mouth is the best way. But back to the book. So they've got to cross America. So now we've got about like two-thirds of the book. This is, is half just, the book. This is half the yeah, book right now. This is half the book. And none of it really matters very much. They just have to get across America. And they keep running into... Well, they can't chapter, fly. They run into a different weird... They run into a different weird thing, but yes, you're right. They can't just take a flight because the air, that's Zeus's, you know. He's the king of farts. (laughs) (laughs) The lightning queef is Zeus's nickname. (laughs) That's about wind. Oh, we forgot to even mention that Grover is a goat. He's a satyr, a satyr. Yeah, and eats cans. Yeah, goats don't actually do that. Or at least not more than once. (laughs) (laughs) He brings with some point like a roll of aluminum foil or something like that. He brings a bunch of flattened cans as a snack. Like you could have brought food, dude. I mean, he's a goat. They'll eat just about anything, but not actually tin cans. Yeah. Rick Riordan. I don't know if you knew Riordan's not a Greek name. No, it is not. (laughs) It's also not a goat name. So I guess he doesn't understand I don't know. Is it a goat name? No, be. it's not. <laughs> I only know the goat name is Dick Butkus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they're, they've got to go across America, and, you know, they keep getting into misadventures because, you know, people want to stop them, or they're just, because they're stupid kids. I, honestly, I, I don't understand why anyone's trying to stop them, for the most part. So, it, Percy Jackson is trying to stop this war. So the people who are actually trying to start the war need to stop Percy Jackson so mm. that he can't stop the war. They need to stop him so, they, <laughs> so he can't stop, I guess. Something like that. 
But did so, you know that I knew that he knew that you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they keep getting attacked. First by like, the fate. They're like taking a bus. They're like only in like Pennsylvania and they like get attacked by the three old ladies. The Furies. The, the Furies. There you go. Not the fates. The Furies. And they have this big like epic battle on the bus. But humans can't see it because they are ignorant and because magic. It's a very convenient plot tool. Yeah. Where his magical pen sword can hurt gods, but can't hurt humans. Then you don't have to be careful where you swing it. Yeah, no collateral damage. <laughs> but Percy, fight on the bus. Percy is double sensitive because he could die from human things like gunshot or god things like magic pens. So he has to be extra careful. But you know he's the main character in this book, so that doesn't matter. And then there are four sequels, so he's going to be fine. Yep. So he there's like the thing on the bus, and then they like walk a little bit, and then they like at they're at this like random gas station, and this lady in a full burqa is like, "Oh, why don't you come out back and I'll feed you?" And they're not at all suspicious for in a her, while in her statue garden. And it turns out it's the Gorgons. Or Medusa. And it's Medusa because like, it's Auntie M's sandwich shop or whatever. Like, oh, I get it. Yeah, clever. Is it? <laughs> it's clever if, and, if you're and, 12. And she's, <laughs> and she's selling statues, so it's like... Yeah. I make them myself. Yeah. <laughs> They're organic. I'm very prolific. <laughs> uh, there's that thing, and then they end up... I'm probably skipping some stuff. They end up in Las Vegas. They end up in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. That's like St. not Louis. even close to where they need to get. It's, it's the Las Vegas of Missouri. Uh, well, it is the gateway to the West. Yeah, it is. And they're up in the arch because they're doing sightseeing while they're on their world-saving quest. Um, and it wasn't Oh, they have to get to L.A. by the summer solstice, they have like which is a week or something Days like away, yeah. yeah. So they, they're up in the, up in the um, arch, and he gets attacked by a god no one's ever heard of. Named Echidna, and he's like, "That's Knuckles that from Sonic." Ant eater thing. He's like, and she, and the, what? My favorite line in the book is when the Echidna says, "What is it? I hate it when people say that. I hate Australia." <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's actually kind of funny. You've got to be echidnaing me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yes, but then he jumps out of the arch, which is very high, and lands in the river, which saves him because Daddy had the water help him. Well, water also and, just heals him. Yeah, water makes him stronger. That's why he could never masturbate in the shower, because he just had infinite stamina under the water. Yes. As a child, as a previous But he's boy. also the king of semen, so. The prince of semen, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've never been to the St. Louis Arch. Can you actually go in that thing? Yeah. Yeah, you can. I've never, I've never been inside of it, but yeah, there's, you, there's like a, there, it's like, it's like a, like a Wonkavator up the sides. Kind really? of at an angle. Are you making that yeah. shit up? No, no, no. It's a, there's a little observation deck up top, inside. Nate? I have no idea. I mean, no one wants to because it's stupid, but it's there. It's Taurus would do that. <laughs> oh, look, I can see the rest of St. Louis. Wow. <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they eventually get to Los Angeles. Well, they get to Las Vegas before that, where they end up in the casino... Of the Lotus Eaters, and you're like, I vaguely remember this from the story. That was in Ulysses. We didn't yeah. understand it then either. And then they get fucking high as shit on video games and Pepsi and Smarties for five days. And you're like, did a Mormon write this book? Yeah. I don't think he is. I don't really understand. It does I still understand seem that Mormon-y. section. But yet they're different gods, so probably not Mormon. Yeah, the Mormons wouldn't allow you to write about other gods. <laughs> Also, they're from Long Island. I'm guessing, based on how much Long Island is in this fucking book. Rick Rick Riordan isn't from uh, isn't from Long Island, though. Is he from the Salt State? I'm looking up. Is Rick Riordan Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> Google's like, what the fuck? That's a weird question, man. <laughs> I found a Reddit post. I'm 95 percent sure Rick Riordan is Mormon, <laughs> based on his lack of understanding of caffeine. It's <laughs> probably that always thing. gives it away every time. Oh, I'm 99.5% sure Rick Riordan isn't a Mormon. Well, the plot thickens. Um, mm. it is, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Yeah, that got two upvotes, so it must be true. 
that's practically makes it a, a secondary source. It's um, the gospel for, for Reuters. Uh, the book of Reddit for Reuters. <laughs> so then you know he's in the uh, there in the hotel, and then at some point he gets magic pearls from a sea nymph, and I forget why. Oh, they're they're oh they're it's while they're in L.A. They go underwater in L.A. And she's like, here's some magic pearls to do magic. You can, if you throw them, they'll take you back to where you want to go. And so then they're going underwater and they go to Hades, which is a, a recording agency. The doorman is, the doorman is Sharon. Uh, and he loves Italian suits and Sunny ferrying and across Sharon. the river sticks. Yeah. And he, you know, he, they didn't throw one sticks, the band reference in there, which is just disappointing. I mean, that's later on. Because 11-year-olds in 2005 are definitely going to get that reference. That's for the person reading it to them. <laughs> uh, but they do mention that he only listens to easy listening music, which is, I guess, not really sticks, but not that far. That's how you know he's evil. Yeah. <laughs> and so he love brings him down to hell, and they see that there's an easy pass lane in hell. It's where the skip the line line. Skip the line line so you can end up in the, like, purgatory level of hell if you like not really good or really bad you just kind of go to you know meh which is just like a big he said it's like standing in a field waiting for a band to start the band never starts it's like that sounds pretty terrible but it doesn't sound as bad as the band starting and it's just bass and drum solos or if it sticks i saw sticks once in concert what was their big song the fucking Domo Rigato, Mr. Rubato song, and then Lady, that fucking insufferable ballad. Lady in... No, Lady in Red is by Chris DeBurr, the uh, Irish singer-songwriter. The stick sucks. And he just whines. I remember watching the guy had... The main singer guy plays keyboard, and it's really hard like to... A, they look like a hair metal band, but are not one. They have... They look like a perm metal band. They have, They are... Terrible. The guy had a wicked perm, but they—it's hard to rock at a keyboard, you know. Like you could just it'd be like a ten, like a, a twelve-bar solo of the keyboards, and like, oh, that guy's like bopping his head along with enthusiasm. But it's—it's it's hard to do a whole set of it. But this guy had his keyboard was on a like a stand that was a like one one pole that hold it held it up. But he could spin it like kind of like when guitarists like flip their guitar around on their strap around their body. That he would like you know plunk 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 spin the keyboard, <laughs> plunk <laughs> plunk plunk somewhere like wow, he is the king of the dweebs. <laughs> How does that not fall over? I think it's bolted on. I'm and, sure he's practiced that a lot. Oh yeah. Does it also have like I'm picturing there are like scarves tied to it, like uh, Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm picturing. It's like, like a pinwheel. <laughs> that would have been fucking way cool. There was not. It I'll be honest, been, I, but I, he did not. He wasn't even that cool. It was a long time ago when I saw them in this at this concert, and they were the opening opening band. So I wasn't paying a lot of attention. But mm. I was like, sense. oh, it's that one song I know. <laughs> that's what was my response to seeing Sticks, the band. And there was actually a time we wanted to see somebody else a, f- like a few years after that. And it was see, I don't know, Journey and Sticks or whoever it was. And we're like, yeah, I really don't want to see Sticks, though. Uh. <laughs> and it's also probably Journey without Steve Perry. Oh, so no, it's with like a so Filipino the opening guy. Band, <laughs> so the opening band dissuaded you from seeing the main act? I mean, this was when I had less income, so I had to be discerning. I'm like, I can't pay that amount and not see the whole show. You know, and now it's the, it's the main act minus the main guy. Yeah, it might not have been Journey. It might have been. It was like there was like a, a couple of years where there were a bunch of '80s nostalgia tours happening. So I'm like, oh, come see White Snake, Poison, and Rat, or something like that. <laughs> be a concert, and then there'd be, you know, uh, fucking Sticks, Cheap Trick, and Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> just <laughs> random 80s acts together. Four like, hours of music, three minutes of songs you know. Yeah, it was... You know, it's like the inverse, you know those commercials. You could buy all these CDs, or you could buy... Now that's what I call shitty music, volume 12. But it was the opposite. It's like, you could buy one ticket and get all of these songs that you don't want. <laughs> so anyway, they finally get to Hades through... Or they get to the River Sticks. 
And they like get to the line and they're like, oh yeah, no, you're important. You should go in there. So they like go in there and they talk to Hades and Hades is like, you, uh, I know, you know what, I I was the, I don't even care so exactly what it was, (laughs) what the the theory was or what the reality was. It was like, somebody stole my, they stole my hat or something. Yeah. His helm of being invisible. They did meet Ares along the way and Ares is just like a biker dude. And was like, yeah, go over there and tell Hades that he's a jerk. And they tried to do that. But anyway, so they get there and somehow Hades thinks that Percy stole all the stuff. That he stole the the helmet and the and the lightning bolt. And Percy's like, Of course not. Like, what are you talking about? I'm here to tell you that it's all a mistake. He's like but I know you did look in your bag and he opens up his bag and he says like, Oh, and he finds this like big metal thing. That's like, you know, arcing with lightning or something like that. It's like, Oh shit. I think this is actually Zeus's stolen lightning bolt thingy. And so the, the here's what's weird about that. Okay. So anyway, and it's like, wait, but I didn't steal it. Somebody gave this to me and it's been hidden in my bag the whole time. Uh, making me look like the thief, which doesn't that so okay? Which I know so how this fits with the title, but th- doesn't the title of the book Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief doesn't the calling it the Lightning Thief give away the plot twist of the whole book? Well, I mean, in the, the title, th- it's it's someone stole the lightning. I guess so, but yeah. we don't know who. But they didn't steal, steal the steal. deputy. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't know who did it, but we know we know Percy didn't do it because he's just figured out that he is uh, uh, Prince Seaman. So he's just like, obviously, I didn't do it, AKA but like Duke someone's Jews. trying to frame me up. <laughs> and so I forget how they get out of this. Some oh, they have these like magic pearls. Oh, the pearls and this from whole the thing about, and the whole thing about how oh, I only have three. I can only save three people. So I can't save myself and Annabeth and Grover and my mom because his mom is there. She's down in Hades. And uh, uh, Hades is like, yeah, I killed her because I I knew you would be down here to like confront me and I wanted collateral or something like that. He wanted leverage. No, that's it. That's the probably better word. And because they, they're like, they have been, he knows that they've been sent there to like harass him and accuse him. He's like, because all the other gods' theories are like, oh, Hades wants to start a war because that way there'll be so many dead people, and he loves dead people. And he's like, no, I don't want to deal with all that shit. My commute and is he's terrible like, are, already. He's like, there are too many dead people here here all the time. He is Greek. He's lazy. He doesn't want to do all this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, can't we just get Germany to pay for all of it? I don't really want to. Can you imagine if you were like a kid in like Nepal and you die? And you find out that the Greeks were right, and now you have to go to Hades, and you're like, "Oh, what the fuck? Really?" Imagine that for like mo- for any other other religion. <laughs> well, every religion thinks they're right, but so. no one thinks the ancient Greeks are right anymore, <laughs> except like I guess some like far right nationalist Greek political parties might still say, "No, we're going back to going back to Hades." Come on, Greek Orthodox is newfangled and foreign. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there are any. I don't think there are any Greek pagans left. There's probably like four. There's probably some guy. I think they're probably more likely to find people there. Like that schism was too late. Even earlier was the real church. <laughs> I think they want to go back to like eight fifties church. Uh, so they escape Hades with the magic pearls. And they get it like the little pearl thingies to shoot them back up to the surface. And they're like, oh, what do we do now? And I was like, better fight a god who's nearby. <laughs> it just happens to be Ares, the god of war, is like, you were supposed to die down there. But now you're going to die here on the beach. And so they fight him. And somehow they don't just all die. The god of war doesn't win. It's because he's Against, Poseidon's son. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like 11-year-old kids, and yep. this is the god of but war. The whole point is that, you know, he's a special boy who can do anything because his dad is someone really cool. 
because Ares is the like he's like a lesser god. He's not one of the top gods. So even not like the big the three. bastard offspring of a top god could maybe accidentally take down the god of war, who was also kind of being a dick about the fight and not really trying very hard because he's a kid. But then he, he doesn't even like win. He just like cuts him once and he's like, what the fuck? And he like explodes or like, uh, also he lights a bunch of cop cars on fire. Uh, intense. It's, it's like when you meet the final boss halfway through the game and you get you a quick little fight and then the boss is like, ah, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to stick around for this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm going to be back later. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone that can see this fight happening between a child and a biker sees a kid flailing and trying to escape from a biker with a shotgun who blows up cop cars because of the mist that makes people see things. I do find it funny to imagine Ares with like a big A-cab neck tattoo as he's lighting <laughs> cop cars on fire. But he's like Greek, so it's like a gamma. <laughs> what, is, what is alpha, gamma, alpha, beta? <laughs> Ooh, I feel like there's definitely a lot of white supremacist tattoos that are just Greek letters. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> or runes, more likely. Yeah, a lot of rune stuff. Um, they yeah. prefer the Nordic Rick Riordan books. They're whiter. Uh, but yeah, so... And therefore, writer. They, so also, Ares had the magic hat that makes you invisible, which is how he was hiding there. I don't know. But they're like, we've got the lightning bolt and the magic hat. Let's go to Olympus. It's at the 600th floor of the Empire State Building. And you're like, there's not even a button for that, but all right. Um, so they go to there, but they can fly now because, uh, plot and, um, they go to the gods and they're like, Hey, here you go. It wasn't, it wasn't him that, that it wasn't Hades or it wasn't Poseidon. And, uh, then this is where Percy meets his dad for the first time where he see, he receives Poseidon's kiss. Um, (laughs) (laughs) they don't say it happens, but it happens much earlier in the book that when he first gets to camp. Percy uses his magic powers of water to toilet splash a child. Oh yeah, well they're trying so, to give him a trying to give him uh, Ares kids. Uh, Ares kids are trying to give him a swirly. And yeah. He's like, "No, I am lord of the swirlies." <laughs> he, he, the swirl swirls them. And they all get pink eye from the duty water. Sometimes when you look into the abyss, <laughs> the abyss swirls you and it just sends out duty water. And then they have some really bad trash talking. You know, it's like, hey, you're all wet and shitty, <laughs> whatever they say. It was, it was really terrible. <laughs> yeah, your but breath isn't that, but smells. It, wasn't that how they figure out he's Poseidon's son? That's because he was, when, he, he, when, he's in the, when he's in the river, all of his wounds heal. That's when they figure it out. Oh. When he shoots out the dookie water, everyone's like, man, this guy's full of surprises. They he's a squirter. <laughs> <laughs> Someone call a plumber. This bathroom's crazy. But also, he he uh, he's standing in the river healing, and then Poseidon's trident appears like a Tupac hologram above his head. <laughs> Yo, Snoop, <laughs> Poseidon, how you been, dog? <laughs> this is my son, son. <laughs> so then he gives the gods back all their stuff, and the, the war is prevented. And Tupac hologram. <laughs> then you like. But who stole it in the first place? I don't know. I guess we'll figure that out later. And then they go back to camp. And they go back to Long Island. Where they take the Long Island Railroad, which they name drop more than once, which is ridiculous. I think they sponsored this book. Yeah. <laughs> official sponsors of Percy Jackson Greece and the Olympians. and the Long Island Railroad. Yes, and a joint collaboration between the nation of Greece <laughs> and the Long Island Railroad. <laughs> it's Percy Jackson and the Olympians. That's why there was that's why there was that weird chapter in the middle there were like, you know, if you buy a monthly pass, you save a lot of money on the railroad. <laughs> Free trains to Hades. Or as we call it, Huntington. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's at camp and we're just like, you know, Ares didn't steal the lightning bolt. He's too much of a dumb dumb head. He's just war. He's a he punches things and yells, but he's not clever. And then it's like Oh, Luke did it. And you're like, I remember that character from the beginning of the book. I definitely <laughs> did not. I, I did that. not remember that character at all one bit. I remember him because it's the one that Annabeth is horny for. Because he's like the hot older counselor. Like, ooh, yeah, that hot old guy. Like, oh, he's a traitor. 
Apparently, he was more than just mom talk. (laughs) 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 Long Island has such dumb names. (laughs) I forget why he did it, though. I don't know if it matters. Um, I don't actually. I don't care. I don't think it does matter to me because his his dad is Hermes, and um, somehow Hermes is going to benefit. No, because Kronos. They, oh, right. who they mentioned even earlier, like, yeah, that guy's still like trapped in a bottle somewhere or something. He's trapped in a million tiny pieces in Tartarus, which is where you, it's where you get fish sticks. Greek, what Greeks grow on their teeth when they don't brush. <laughs> <laughs> so Kronos is like, you got to get me the fuck out of here. And he is, this is his crazy marionette plan of manipulating people to get this done. And like, Luke is the uh, stooge. Kronos. Didn't he do the music for Requiem for a Dream? Is he doing other stuff? <laughs> I liked Chronos Trigger. That game was pretty sweet. Yeah. So then, uh, then they fight. Well, first, first of course, they have to have the obligatory "Why don't you join me?" scene, and together we could be, you know, whole blood because we'll be. We can rule the universe. Oh, sorry, wrong. We can rule Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> We'll each take a fork. <laughs> <laughs> and Percy says, no, I don't give a fork. And Luke leaves. <laughs> and he's very fast because his dad is Hermes or something. I don't remember. But he leaves and he's like, I guess they're going to set up another book or four. And then he goes back and his mom's back alive by divine intervention. But didn't he give her one of the special beans? Special pearls? No, they, they used the beans to get for the three of them to get back up top. I guess just like... The big three felt like, ah, oh, save his mom. You know, he's, he stopped a, a god genocide. Besides, like, I could hit it again now. And this is my second favorite part of the book. Uh, the end. Because <laughs> the end. No, it's <laughs> when it because was over. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to stay with Gabe. And, and then someone tells him, I think it was like Grover, like, don't you realize? She stayed with Gabe because he's smelly. Oh, that's much really. His, yeah. his smelliness prevented the Furies from finding you by smelling out your half blood. He's so smelly, it overpowers supernatural sense. Oh, he just, he smells so strongly of person. Like, he's so <laughs> undivine that, because he's just eating seven-layer dip. He, is, he, he has got permanently pruned fingers from the humidity in the room from his farts. His colon is so prolapsed, it's like an elephant's trunk. It just hangs out of him, and he shits out of it like the queen from Aliens. <laughs> Just letting out his brood. <laughs> but then he just disappears. And his mom's like, actually, that's cool. I'm good. Well, uh, Percy got a package yeah, he from... Does. He's uh, a god. No need to brag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's it's a, a trident. A, he got a delivery. <laughs> and it was... So it was a delivery. It's like one and of the then, labors of Hercules to handle this package. <laughs> <laughs> and then his mom said... And then his mom... Sold a statue to a thing oh, right. to a collector. She's a, she's a sculptor. So, yeah. so she turned him somehow turned him into a you know, Medusa turned him into a statue. That's what happened. Mm. Or somehow, oh, I didn't Medusa's, pick up on that. One of Medusa's snakes, or oh, that's because I, it didn't say because what it was. Percy mailed Medusa's head to the gods as like a fuck you. So they have the head. So he gave his mom head. And she got rich off of it. Nice. They're Greek. Um, and then the book is over until the next one. The next next dozen. There's a lot of them. There's like I think I think they said there's a there's like an eighth one coming out next year. Good lord. I think I think there are like he's kind of done with the story. Oh no, this is seventh one. Holy shit! One just came out this year. Mm. The Chalice of the Gods. When did this one come out? 2005? 2005. Yeah. He, he was impressive. He put this out, and then it was 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9. Just, just knocked him out. And then waited eight years, six years? Or and then he waited tw- fucking 14 years for the next one. But then in the meantime, he did oh, yeah, shit. the Heroes of Olympus series, He did, which was a book a year of that. As, and in the meantime, doing his Egyptian books, doing his... Um, Norse books doing he's he has been putting out like his three Janus books a year. series. He's like Arl Stein, he's just pumping them out. 
This book is quite short. And this is not even like a YA. This is like a my first chapter book kind it's, of length. It's not that simple. It's right on the cusp. I read a lot of chapter books with my kid these days, so I know oh. what those are like. This is definitely... It's not quite as uh, complex Because like Percy writing. is t- 12 in this. So He's not like a teenager. It's the level of the first Harry Potter That's exactly book. what I was going to say. Hmm. But one-eighth the length. It's pretty long, actually. It's like... It took me about four hours to read this book, which is... It's probably... How many pages is it? It's probably 350 pages or so in the actual print version. Mm, you know, of size really? 14 that long? font. 377 pages, according to Wikipedia. Mm. It's pretty long. I mean, that, that, this was the, this was the, when this came out, it was the golden age of young adults yeah. start a series. And this book takes a lot of the, tri- the elements that had been tried and true at this point. You know, outcast kid finds out what has made him outcast actually makes him special. And it's not that he just belongs to some other special world. He's the most special boy there. And you have magic. You have that the world is not how we see it. I mean, these are generic things. It's not like these were invented by Harry Potter either. But I would be shocked if Rick Rick Riordan didn't suggest that, uh, didn't admit that Harry Potter influenced this book. And American Gods. If he denies that, he's a fucking dirty liar. But is it as good as Harry Potter? No. 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 That is really my main thought about the whole book. The rest of it was just like, meh, whatever. Oh, but it's not as good as Harry Potter. I Actually, you know, I, I kind of like this one. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I don't want to read any more of them. But I'm also not 12. But I thought it was definitely, it was like leagues better than Divergent. Um. But I thought it yes. was I thought it was kind of funny. Like it was kind of like snarky and it was I think it was not full of itself, which some of these especially the the dystopians tend to be like, "Oh, I'm so brooding and I've got so many feelings." But this is like it was a, it was full of like dumb stupid lines that like a an 11-year-old would laugh at and that I did. But, you know, it's not high art, but it, I'd say it's definitely better than average of this, you know, schlock. Yeah, I agree. I think it was fine. Um, it's fine. It's it's better than most of these most of the young adult series books that are out there. But you know what? If I had, maybe in two thousand five, were we seventeen, eighteen? I would have uh, might have liked it then. I don't know. Might have felt. I mean, maybe because I had my penis touched by a girl once. Then I probably wouldn't have liked it. But yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think if we were eighteen. We probably were like this is for kids. Fuck this. I don't like this. It's still not a book I'm like. I'm 18, glad I. So. Yeah, I'm not glad I read this. Like, it's fine. I I enjoyed it, but it I I don't care anymore. I will forget about it almost immediately. I think I saw the movie. I don't remember it. So good. But now they're making a show about it, and it'll be different. And they'll make 46 seasons of this show or something, or, you know, eight. By the end of it, Rick Riordan is going to be rich enough to actually purchase Grease. It's not hard these days. It's <laughs> it's of whatever group, whatever Germany will take for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail dot com, and uh, uh, follow us on uh, Twitter, drunkguysbc or Beta Gamma, <laughs> <laughs> and go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. That's club, which is Greek. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't know. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what that isn't? <laughs> <laughs> and check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening. Yeah.